High School Football on Round Guy Radio was brought to you by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions, and Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Coach Burke of the Audubon Wheelers, we're stretching out a little bit across there, to, but uh, Coach Burke's been our friend for about three years. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, uh, you had a, a really outstanding season. Uh, uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to you during the season, so uh, why don't you catch our listeners up real quick on how things went? Uh, yeah, you know, we opened up with uh, Cam Anita. We struggled in the opener, no doubt about it, but we're a much different team now than we were a couple months ago. But you know, we, str- we struggled in the opener. Uh, you know, I think we, we punted five times and then uh, threw two interceptions early and just, just struggled to get going offensively. And you know, we, we moved some guys around. We changed some things schematically. Um, we, we played a little bit better week two at Colo. Uh, Colo Nesco picked up a four-point win. Uh, just still weren't really, you know, we, we need a block punt and a kick return to, to win that one by four. And then we, we kind of made some adjustments to what we were doing offensively in season, went down to Xyri HK and, and hung up uh, a big number and a, a big victory. Started using our running back, Evan, all a little bit more. Um, you know, that night we, we hung, um, you know, 62 on them. And then the next week we came back and put up 66 on St. Ed's. Uh, and kind of kept it in cruise control from there. We won a couple close games in our district. Our district had, you know, arguably uh, the the toughest district in the state, you know, top to bottom. There was six teams alive heading into the final week, and it just – there were a lot of close games every single week in our district. So we played a really tough schedule. We got things ironed out a little bit, played better as the year went on, Uh, ended up winning our district undefeated, being the one seed, and moved on to last week's playoffs. We hosted three-seed Boyer Valley, beat them 30-6, to uh, and so we're sitting at uh, eight and one after that zero and one start, and have gotten better every week. Well, uh, let's kind of just go over your team. Uh, I'm just going to do it position by position. Uh, let's talk about the quarterback, and maybe have a backup quarterback you want to mention or something. Uh, but how's the quarterback situation been? Um, yeah, you know we've we you know, we've thrown we we don't throw the ball a whole lot. Um, you know, but. We, we run the ball primarily, and our, our quarterback's a big part of that. You know, Aaron Olson's our, our leading rusher with 193 carries for uh, 1,100 yards, something along those lines, and 15 touchdowns. So yeah, Aaron's done a nice job in that, with doing that for us. He throws a little bit, and then he's got four touchdowns on the air, on the air throwing as well. Um, but we started using Carson Wessel, our, our JV quarterback, a little bit more the last week. He's a little taller, a little, little different style of runner. Uh, he came in last week, and I don't think anybody saw it coming. We just put him in kind of in our goal line short yardage package and then put him in again, you know, just different situations. And, uh, you know, last week Aaron was our leading attempt uh, with 17 rushes, and Carson led us in, in touchdowns with three three touchdowns. And then Evan, our running back, had, uh, you know, 100-some yards. So we really uh, used both quarterbacks last week, and, and they both can throw it. They both can run it. And it's nice having two kids we trust there. Well, um, you and I uh, uh, have, have seen it where uh, it's a playoff and your your quarterback uh, uh, goes down and you're, you're you're into your backup quarterback. It happened at Waco when you were playing him. 
um, how important is that to get that backup quarterback some reps in case you need him in a situation like that? Yeah, you know, there, there's different years where different teams are built differently, and especially in the smaller classes. A lot of times you can't you can't replace a, a kid, depending on who goes down. And we're, we definitely don't want Aaron to go down. He, he's a state track type kid. He's got elite, elite speed. He does a really good job leading our offense and understanding defenses. But we've got a lot of faith in Carson as well. He throws it well. He had a really good JV season for us. Uh, he did a nice job coming in last week and getting some hard yards and short yards situations. So it's it's good to have balance depth anywhere. Um, but it's it's really nice to have depth at quarterback. So that you know, just the way we run our quarterback, there's different times where Aaron gets rolled up on or, or takes a shot, and you don't you don't want to be screaming at everyone what you know what you're doing on the next play when you have to put a running back or some JV kid in there. But we have you know Carson can come in and run our whole offense. So it, it is it's definitely a, a weapon for us to have two quarterbacks. Well, I know you don't throw a lot, but I'm sure you've thrown the ball a little bit here over the year. And can you tell me about some of the wide receivers or tight ends or even running backs that uh, have been involved in the in the, in the passing game? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we start four skilled guys besides our quarterback because it's eight-man football. And those four guys are the only four guys that have got a pass for us. And they've all caught somewhere between five and 22. Um, you know, our, our tight ends lead us. One has 22 and one has 11. And then our running back has 13 uh, and our other outside receiver has five. Uh, and those guys do it in a variety of ways. Uh, Edward Miller leads us with two touchdowns. He's about a six five six six tight end uh, basketball kid, good ball skills. Uh, our leading receiver uh, with 22 catches is Austin Christensen. He's kind of our, our wing back or our second tight end. He's got a lot of shovel passes um, you know, underneath stuff. Uh, we, we primarily use those two as our main blockers, and then we kind of leak them out of the play action game. So Evan, as a running back, uh, he's got. We'll split him out, put him in motion when we go empty. And Zeke, same thing. You know, he's sometimes he's our solo receiver unless we spread it out. But you know, all, all four of those guys, they do a lot of blocking. Uh, but they, they get the ball every once in a while, and all four do a different thing for us. And yeah, you, you got to have some threat to throw the ball at all times. Well, uh, let's talk about that ground and pound game. Uh, uh, who's Who's getting a rock and, and getting the yards and the touchdowns that are, have created this outstanding season? Yeah, you know, Evan Alter starting running back. He ended the year, uh, or so far here, so we're still going, I guess. He's got about 140 carries for a little over 1,000 yards, averaging almost eight a carry with 17 touchdowns. Uh, and and Aaron, our, Aaron Olson, our quarterback, has about 200 carries for about 1,100 yards, about six a carry, 15 touchdowns. It's really a two-headed monster with those two. Uh, you know, most games, um, you know, they're – they're leading us in carries and in yards. Uh, there's, there's no secret about it, but it's, it's hard to take one of them away uh, because if, if you really overcommit to one of them and, and what we're offering there, then we're gonna we're gonna take full advantage of, of what you're giving us. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Evans Evans done a nice job, especially considering week one and week two we didn't use him a whole lot. Uh, we just we kind of changed our system week three, and and he's taken off since then. He's had a really good really good second half of the season, really learning how to run you know our pin pull sweep on the outside get some tough yards we'll flip him the ball and some speed option at times and he's got a good speed to the outside as well but you know evan's done a really good job of understanding you know different weeks there's gonna be different guys there's been weeks where against xyre hk evan had like 20 carries for almost 300 yards and seven touchdowns and then there's other weeks where just the the empty set is a little more likely and like last last week against Moyer valley aaron had 17 and carson had 10 so our quarterbacks had 27 carries last week so it's, it's really matchup dependent and we're going to take what you're giving us all right well uh you wouldn't be able to run the ball or, or do much without an offensive line you 
you're a coach that uh, um, kind of has a reputation for having a good offensive line. Tell me about uh, uh, who you got blocking out there. Yeah, you know, week one, uh, we started with a different lineup than week two. And week two, we started with a different lineup than week three. Um, just number one, injuries. And number two, just evaluating where you're going. And you, you think you know in the summer, but until you get out there, it's hard to know. And, um, you know, so since week three, we've had the same offensive line. And, and that's really when we started putting up points. And the offensive line has really gelled as the year has gone on. And we were replacing two seniors, two all-district kids from last year's team. And so we knew it would take a little bit of time to get our legs under us. But uh, Colton Hansen's our center. Uh, he's a junior. He's a captain. He's uh, a really, really heady kid. And that center, that's really big to make sure that uh, the whole offense is kind of leaning on the quarterback and center, knowing what they're doing. Colton's done a really good job for us. And then our two guards, uh, Logan Schmidt as uh, a senior. Uh, he played some tight end. He's played some running back over the course of the years. We kind of looked this summer and just kind of talked to Logan about, hey, you're a senior. We've got some other guys at tight end. You know, what do you think about playing guard? And, uh, you know, he's a little bit undersized, but we pull him a lot. Uh, and he runs really well. He's a former skill guy. And Logan, Logan's turned in a, a tremendous season for us at guard. Uh, and then our, our third one, our other guard is actually a freshman right now, uh, Clay Van Arnhem. Uh, came in and, you know, uh, we weren't sure what we were going to get. You never do out of freshman. Played uh, out of out of injury week one and week you know, at the end of week one and more into week two uh, and then by week three we kind of figured out where we needed to be and he's done a really good job on you know advancing from junior high to high school in a hurry most of our freshmen typically play play JV uh, so we're going to come in and be a big part uh, get major kudos to Clay spends a lot of time in the film understands what we're doing uh, as a physical kid uh, you know 200 pound kid that's uh, a good wrestler too just just really good with with understanding how, how to move it on the line uh, so all three of those guys are doing really good and, and major credit to our offensive line coach uh tyler christensen right, well, uh, he, well, he, 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 what's that oh go ahead i didn't mean to cut you off yeah, no, Coach Coach Tyler Christensen does an awesome job. You know, prior to him coming in, most of our staff was skill guys with skill guy background. We brought Coach TC in. His background was, you know, he played college football at, at college O-line at Pella at, at Central. And since having him there, our, our fundamentals and our, our blocking has gotten better every year. And it's a big reason why – we're, we're as successful as we are because up front, you know, we, we got three kids that are all between 180 and 200, uh, a little bit undersized compared to some defensive linemen some weeks, but our kids do a really good job understanding our offense and using their fundamentals. And uh, it's been a big reason why we've run the ball as successfully as we have this year. Well, we're going to flip it over and I understand some of these names are going to be the same, but we'll start with the defensive line. Uh, yeah, you know, the defensive line, uh, we've, we've rotated defensive tackles at times. Uh, we started the year, uh, with, with Isaac Sorensen there, or Isaac, uh, Sorensen there is a, as a, uh, 300 pound sophomore. He's a, he's a tough guy to move against big, uh, offensive linemen and heavy sets. Um, Isaac got hurt early in the year, week three or four or so, missed some of the middle part of the season. Our starting center, Colton Hansen took over at D tackle. Uh, and really hasn't let go of that position. He had a really good season at D-tackle. And now against teams that want to be a little heavier or if we need a sub or short yardage, we can put Isaac back in. So we, we feel confident both Isaac and Colton. Colton's more of a pass rusher, more of a gap guy. Isaac's more of a, a two-gap, stuff-the-run type of guy. So we rotate those two at times. Our two defensive ends, 
have had really good seasons. They, they primarily play defense. They're both juniors. You know, they're both like that 6'3", 190, 200 type build. They're long. They run pretty well. Uh, they're the your prototypical defensive end looking kids with long arms. Uh, Eli Jorgensen leads us in fumble recoveries. Gabe Jensen leads us in sacks. They both are some of our leaders in tackles and tackles for losses. They're a big reason why we've been as successful as we are because those two are, are are pretty darn good about keeping guys contained. And then they're strong enough that they, they get off those, those skill guys trying to seal them on the edge pretty darn well. So our D-line's had a really good year. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about the linebackers. Ben, uh, uh, you had some good linebackers last time I seen you. Yeah, you know, we that was a position we weren't real sure what we were going to do with in the offseason. Um, we, we knew we – uh, we're going to be missing our, our three-year starter, Gavin Larson. Um, he's an all-district kid for a couple of years for us. Uh, that middle linebacker position is not one you want to punt on or have to hide. They have to make a lot of plays in eight-man football. Uh, and Evan Alt's a senior, a running back, tough-nosed kid, a little bit undersized, but he's, he's feisty. We thought about putting him there. Uh, and, and then in late July, we got word that uh, Austin Christensen was going to be moving back into our district. Uh, he's a sophomore, um, and, and we thought it'd be a good fit for him. Uh, number one, just just his personality and style. He's an aggressive, physical kid. And number two, you know, you're moving in in late July. You missed all the summer workouts, and middle linebacker is probably the easiest thing for us to teach. You, you know, there's very few rules. It's 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 about aligning off the nose guard, and you find the quarterback and you find the ball. And, and Austin's led us in tackles this year. He's got almost 80 tackles, and, and he's our, our leader by far. And He's got 11 TFLs. He does a really good job finding the ball. He had 15 tackles in our, our, our win Friday night. Evan Evan has flexed out to our other linebacker where if, if a team goes empty, Evan plays coverage. Um, Evan does a nice job on our strong side, uh, kind of flowing to the sideline when teams try to run sweep. Austin's usually on the backside making sure the quarterback doesn't have it. Uh, those two have been a big part of our season as well. Okay, well, you got. what about your backfield? Yeah, you know, we got two kids uh, that play corner for us. Uh, Jack Standerson is a, is a junior that took over a starting job, and then Zeke Conkler is a returning starter. He's a senior. Those two have gotten better and better every week. They understand what we're doing, and they understand that in, in eight-man football, you're out on an island a lot. And those two uh, defensive backs have to have a short memory. Uh, we, you know, when you play Baxter and they throw it 35 times, you're going to give up some catches. You go up against the team. You know, like Cam, and, and they they force you to come into the box and tackle. Uh, you get up against multiple teams that run some some really tough combinations. Give credit to Jack and Zeke; their film has gotten better every single week of the year. Uh, and then our safety is Aaron Olson. You know, he leads us in in, in turnovers. Uh, he's got he's had a really nice season uh, with with some big interceptions at big moments. Kind of sealed our victory against Baxter. Uh, Aaron's got six six of our eight interceptions on on the season. Uh, Aaron, Aaron didn't play defense for us last year. He just played quarterback. We knew he was a fast kid, but as a sophomore, first-year quarterback, we just didn't want to put him on defense at the time. We had a couple seniors we trusted this year just based on necessity and his athleticism. We we needed him, and he's come up big for us. He's learned the safety job, and once again, as a first-year starter, he's gotten better every week. And, and uh, you know, Early in the year, he kind of got exploited on some big plays. He's done a really good job of, of not allowing that since, and our defense has played really well after the early start to the season. Okay. Uh, what about your special teams? Uh, you know, our, our special teams played really big for us early in the year. We've had some lapses lately. We give up a kick return. Um, the last two week or two of the last three weeks, we've given up a, a big kick return. Uh, so we're, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do there. Some weeks we squib it, pooch it, onside it. 
and we don't have a kid that can consistently put in the end zone. And, and that's a, a weapon. And back in the day when we had a weapon like that, boy, did I take it for advantage of it. So uh, now we got to get a little bit more creative on our kicks. Um, but that we're, we got a couple different kids. We, we, Jack Sanderson does more of our, our squib, our pooch, our onside. Logan Schmidt does more of our, our kicking at deep. He's got about now six or seven touchbacks on the year. Uh, Edward Miller has been a real strength for us for a punt punter. Uh, he's a, is our tight end, long lanky kid does a good job on punts. You know, he's averaging more than 35 yards a punt. He keeps, does a nice job getting hang time. We've had very few punt returns against us. He either keeps it, keeps it along the sideline or, or high enough that has to be a fair catch. And thankfully for him, you know, he punted five times in our opener and he's only punted about 10 times since. So we, we, we went from averaging five punts in the first game to, to one or two a game since then, which is where we want to be with our offense. Uh, Return-wise uh, and blocking-wise, we've had some really big ones. Eli, Eli Jorgensen, Colton Jensen have both blocked punts. Or, uh, Eli Jorgensen, Colton Hansen have both blocked punts for us. Colton blocked one last week. Uh, Eli forced a, a, a big block against Colonesco. Um, and then Evan Alts returned two punts. So our punt, punt block, punt return has been a major weapon for us this year. Uh, and Austin Christensen took a punt back to the house as well against Cam. So three punt return touchdowns. A couple of pump blocks uh, have been really crucial for us. And then the kick return game, we've always taken great pride in making that a weapon. Uh, we've taken two back to the house there, and we've flipped the field multiple times there. Um, you know, we're, Evan Alt has five returns, and two of the five are touchdowns. Uh, he's averaging almost 50 yards a return. Um, and then, you know, Austin Christensen's averaging about 10 a return. Colin Hartle's averaging about 17. Uh, Mason Steckler's got a couple averaging about 15 yards a return. So, oh, you know, we're, when we get we get a chance to kick, kick, catch it deep on a kick return, we've done a good job. Another thing that's done is it's forced teams that start squibbing it, pooch it, pooching it. And when we recover those, you're, you're pretty much in four, ter- four down territory from the get go. So, uh, we've, we've used the return game to, to a major advantage this year. Well, you, uh, uh, let's say, uh, you went oh uh, seven and one in the in the regular season, undefeated in the uh, district. Uh, how, who did you draw in the first round of playoffs? Uh, we played Boyer Valley. Uh, Jeremy Christians is the coach there this year. He took over from uh, he was formerly at Fremont Mills. So they play a lot like the, those prototypical Fremont Mills teams. Big up front, physical run game. Uh, our, our kids did a really good job. They 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 kept them under 100 yards rushing. Uh, only 30 some yards passing, you know, 120 ish, 125 yards of total offense, and, and we won 30 to six. And the six came on a kick return touchdown. So our defense, uh, you know, actually pitched a shutout. So happy, happy about that. All right. Well, uh, is there anything you want to talk about that game at all? Oh, not really. I mean, it was, you know, they're, they're a team that's kept a lot of teams in check. You know, they kept our Weaver to 20, Woodbine to 14, Remsen St. Mary's to 12 at a game that got called at halftime. They were, they were, they play a lot of low scoring games and then they lean on their defense. So for us to score 30 and we scored our 30th point early in the third quarter. Um, unfortunately, we kind of, we, we had a couple drives stall later in the game, but you know, we, we kind of had it in cruise control 30 to six. All right. Well, who did you draw in the next round? And, Tell me about this pod that you're in also. Yeah, we drew Lennox the first for next round. Uh, we get the, the winner of that. Gets the winner of Xyra, EHK, and Bedford. Uh, you know, Bedford's rated in the top five in most polls. Lennox is rated in the top ten in most polls. Xyra, EHK's played really good football as of late. Uh, so we've got a really physical, athletic Lennox team coming off a dome appearance last year. Uh, they've, they've got our full attention. They're, they're dynamite. Well, Scotty Melvin uh, over the last couple of years has been pretty high on this Linux team. 
let's start with them. Tell me a little bit about them. I, I, I haven't seen them play this year. Oh uh, yeah, they lean on their run game. They're 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 but they're not scared to throw it either. Their play action game is really lethal. Quarterback's a state track kid, um, just a phenomenal athlete. If he gets out in the open field, you're you're just not gonna catch him. It's just he's he's got he, he kind of chews that angle up when you you see kids in football and you can really tell their speed by the way that defenders either catch him or don't catch him. And uh, he's he's got about a hundred hundred carries. Uh, their tailback's got about eighty carries, and their fullback's got about eighty carries. Uh, it's really a, kind of a three-headed monster. That one's got about 500, one's got about 900. Uh, the other one, the quarterback's got almost a thousand. Uh, they've all got between eight and 20 touchdowns on the ground, uh, and so they're they're capable uh, of running the ball pretty well. And then the quarterback's also got 17 touchdowns, the four picks, thrown for almost a thousand yards too. So his they're a little more balanced than maybe people realize. They're athletic. Uh, defensively, they move around, they stunt, they twist, they, they present a lot of challenges there too. So they're they're well coached. They're they're coming off a, a historic season last year. I'm sure they're hungry to get back to the dome, and, and we they, they've got our full attention. They're talented. All right. Well, uh, we got to do to be successful in this game. I, I think we have to find ways to win on first down, keep us uh, ahead of the sticks. Because defensively, they, they do so many different twists and blitzes. If they can pin their ears back in a passing situation, they're really good at forcing turnovers. Um, you know, defensively, uh, they, they've got four picks and they force nine fumbles. Um, so we, we got to stay away from those situations where they can pin their ears back. You know, defensively, when we're on the on that side, we, we just got to do a good job controlling the run game because when they when they're multiple and they can go to play action on second and short, uh, their tight ends can leak by you in a hurry just got to keep them from being explosive. Uh, you know, they're going to get some first downs. They're going to get some yards. You just can't allow the big touchdowns. We have to force them, force them to convert third downs, force them to pick up fourth downs, try to get some drives to stall out because uh, if not, if they're explosive, they become really dangerous and they put up points in a hurry on a lot of teams. Well, there's nothing but really, really good teams left. It looks <laughs> like you got four really good ones in your pod. Well, Coach, uh, it was a, a great catching up with you. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I'm good. Thanks for the call. All right. Well, uh, uh, go Wheelers, and uh, maybe we'll see you up there in the Dome. You bet. All right. Bye. High School Football on Round Guy Radio was brought to you by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions, and Farmers Co-op of Envision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland.